Christmas party is going to take place. Um, and so um, everyone is invited to the party. Uh, so that's all I'm going to say. We're expecting to have a great time. Amen. Amen. I want to read two portions of scripture, um, Isaiah chapter 9, Isaiah chapter 9, you can put your finger there and then we're going to go to John chapter 8, Isaiah chapter 9. I'm only going to read one verse out of that. Uh, the people who walk in darkness, verse number two, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. I'm going to turn down to Luke chapter eight. I meant John, I'm sorry, John chapter eight, I'm sorry. I'm glad y'all listening. <laughs> Verse 1, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Now early in the morning, he came in again into the temple, and all the people came to him and sat down and taught them. And he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that, she should, that such should be stoned. But what do you say? They said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger, as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it, being con uh, convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest even to the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst, when Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are your accusers uh, of yours? Has, has no one condemned you? She said, No, Lord, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Let's pray. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, my heart, and my mouth, and let me see. In Jesus' name, amen. Walk in the light, walk in the light. <clears throat> um, the late Julie Ackerman, the popular um, writer and author uh, for the daily, for our daily bread, she said this, she said, for a light to be effective, 
It has to be shining in a dark place. In the beginning, God said, let there be light. And there was light. Christmas means God was willing to shine light in a dark place. It points to a magnificent thing that happened. Jesus is born, the only begotten of God. He is born in weakness and poverty, giving us hope in our weakness and poverty. His birth disrupts the social order and sets culture and politics on a new and redemptive path. Long before that starlit night, long before a little town called Bethlehem, long before Magi and shepherds and gifts giving and a manger, God had already developed a divine plan to restore a fallen humanity. Over and over again, prophets proclaimed in a profound way the care and the concern and the commitment of God to his people. The prayers of the righteous have been answered. The hopes of all who loved Israel is now a reality. The realization of a long-held hope is ushered in. The prophetic pronouncement is have become the blaring trumpet uh, of truth in the Gospels. The dynamic and moving presence of God has brought about the dawning of a brand new day, resting in the sticky straw of a rough-hewn wooden trowel is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The Messiah is inside of a manger. No royal robes or parliamentary uh, regalia adorns his coming. No thunderous crowds are there to shout his name. No CNN, no, no, no Fox News, no MSNBC, no World News Report, no, no eyewitness is there to... Uh, record his arrival. Despite the claims of it being everywhere, the Channel 6 news van was not there. Barbara Walters didn't show up. Oprah wasn't there. A presidential limousine didn't pull up to the scene. The NSA didn't listen in on the conversation. Neither the CIA nor the FBI had any reliable intelligence about his arrival. For in the land of Judea, in a little town called Bethlehem, the world is actualizing a profound promise that would pardon the people. A baby is born. Lowly shepherds arrived on the scene with exuberant excitement. For in the dark of the night, through the fields of the town, a little, uh, a little light from heaven shined down on the light of earth, proclaiming and prompting angels in heaven and people here on earth to sing. Hark, the herald angels sing. Jesus, the light of the world. Glory to the newborn king. Jesus, the light of the world. John said, a light shines forth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. Our king has come and that God promised through the prophets and all that God expected from Genesis to Malachi, all that people waited and watched for, all that Israel sought and all that the world wished upon has now come into being. God is making good on, a, on his promise and let me stop here to park parenthetically to talk about this encounter in, 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 in the book of John. The Pharisees had been waiting for some time to get at Jesus. They'd been holding out hope that, that, that they could summon up a scenario that would trick him and trap him in regards of the law. The, they, they finally feel they have an opportunity to charge him with blasphemy. 
So they set a trap in Jesus uh, with Jesus and they try to deal with him on a moral dilemma. If he answers in one way, he's, he's in really in a dilemma. And if he answers another way, he's in a predicament. A woman has been caught in adultery. And Jesus is now being asked, what should we do about her? What should her fate be? The law said that she is to be stoned to death. But if Jesus lets her go, he disobeys the law. But if he allows them to kill her, then he is not as forgiven as he claims. So either way, Jesus' answer is a difficult dilemma. So let's walk around the text a bit, y'all. First, no one commits the act of adultery alone. So why is it that, 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 that the only offender brought to Jesus, some, 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 somehow it seems that the other offender has either disappeared or integrated himself within the crowd. And only this woman is left to defend herself. You ever been in a place where everyone is wrong and, and, they, and they looking for somebody to blame and they want to blame you? You become the guilty party because they're looking for somebody to blame? The woman is standing there before an angry mob with, with murder on their minds. They, they have become judge and jury, jailer and executioner. Their argument begins to fail, y'all, because, because this woman being caught in the act is, circum, is circumstance at best. In other words, there's not sufficient evidence Presented to the judge. Their argument continues to break apart. Uh, because in the Jewish law, in, in, order, in order for the death penalty to be rendered, both had to be there. The law said that if she was a betrothed virgin, then she was to be stoned to death. Now, if she was just a woman caught in the act of adultery execution was not her punishment alone everybody had to be executed <clears throat> the argument begins to fall apart even more because the Romans didn't allow the Jews to carry out capital punishment so if Jesus had committed her to be stoned he would be in conflict with the Jews and he would be violating the law of the Romans so instead, the text says that he puts his finger in the dirt and starts moving it around as the crowd anxiously awaits the answer. He looks up and says, let he who's without sin cast the first stone. And then he stoops back down. And writes on the ground again. Now I would suggest to y'all that perhaps the reason why Jesus wrote on the ground twice is to hearken back to Moses and the tablets of stone. When Moses received the tablets the first time, the people started sinning and partying and crafting uh, and worshiping idols. So he had to throw the tablets down at you and he destroyed the tablet. So God had to write the Ten Commandments twice. Because in anger, Moses broke the first set when, when the people sinned. So Jesus uh, this time wrote not in stone but in sand on the ground. 
Jesus is here writing a theological Magna Carta for all of humanity. He is systematically theologizing the moment and juxtaposing law with grace. For had he written in stone, the woman's sin would have been forever in her face. But instead, Jesus writes in the thirst of the ground. So, 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 so the text says, he writes on the ground so that the next time the wind blows, her sin is carried away. So every time you and I sin, uh, the Spirit of God says, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm glad that the Spirit. Because <laughs> when you try to bring it up again, or when you try to remind me of what I did last time, when you try to bring it, bring me down, talking about how low I have been, the Holy Ghost says. <laughs> Everybody in here ought to be glad that the spirit. I don't know about you, but last year, this past year, I've been done some stuff that I ain't too proud about. I, I messed up most of the time. I, I sinned yesterday. I, you sinned too. I sinned the other day. I, and truth be told, I can't remember a year or a day when I didn't sin. I separated myself from God. I got, but God. So I need to tell you about somebody who looked beyond my faults. I, I need a God who gives me a second, third, and a fourth chance. Somebody ought to say something up in here that, 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 that your sins have been forgiven. You, you've had your past erased. You've had your junk called away. You've had your slate wiped clean. You've had your wrongs righted. Is anybody in here that glad that Jesus wrote? On the <laughs> so, so. So Jesus wrote on the ground. So, 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 so that the next time it rains, all my sins are washed away. Thank God my sin is not etched in stone. What can wash away my sin? Nothing! But And then Jesus goes back to writing on the ground. Stones start to fall. Jesus looks up. No one is left. He says, where, where are your accusers? They gone, sir. Then go your way. And said no more. Then he hearkens back. Can't you see him flashing back to his birth in Bethlehem? He recalls while shepherds kept their watching, oh, silent flocks by night. Behold, throughout the heavens there shone a bright holy light. And he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever Walks with me. 
shall not stumble in the darkness. John bore witness to this light and this light took away the sins of the world. Isaiah said the people walking in darkness have seen a marvelous light. Paul said let your light shine in darkness. The psalmist said thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Matthew said he is the light of the world. And if you want to know this Christmas season who this light might be uh then you must believe in the light. You must talk to the light. You must walk in the light. You must live in the light. You, you must relate to the light. The light cannot be contained because even when you try to block the light out, it'll go through you, it, it'll go around you, it, it'll go across you and over you and under you. This light is an unlimited light. You don't have to need solar panels on your roof to receive this light. PSE and G can't turn off your light. <laughs> This light traveled and traversed uh, through the heaven down to earth and, and it brought salvation and joy along its path. Uh, this light came from the treat-filled trappings of a palace but down to the simplicity of an open stable. Songwriter said, the kingdoms of this world is become the kingdom of our God and of is this light don't shine just for a day, y'all. Or an hour, week, nor a month, but for all times. This light will shine longer than the perpetual dawning of a brand new day. This light will shine longer than a curse of sin and the triumph of death. This light will shine longer than the laughing laughter of our enemies and the foolishness of our, of, 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 of our faithless folk. Stevie said it this way, y'all. This light shall shine until the day is night and the night becomes the day. This light shall shine until the trees and the seas jump up and fly away. This light shall shine until the day that eight times eight times eight is four. This light shall shine until the day is day and the day is no more. This light shall shine in the day when turning left is turned to right. This light shall shine until the earth gives up the sun and denies itself. This light shall shine until my mother and nature says work is through. This light shall shine until the day that you are me and I am you. This light shall shine until the rainbow birds and the stars out the sky. This light shall shine on the oceans covers the mountains high. This light shall shine until the dolphins fly and the parrots live in the sea. This light shall shine until the dream of life and life becomes a dream. This light shall shine until the day that you are me and I am you. This light shall shine. It's a marvelous light, a sustaining light. It's a light that never goes out. It's a light that shines in darkness. It's an all-consuming light. It's a light that was lit when the wind blew it. It's a light that came and a light that went. It wasn't a light that dims, but other folk talk about it. It wasn't a light that let me sin, and it won't seal no more. It wasn't a black light that shines in all parts of my life. It wasn't like a light that's a strobe light that when I walk and it flickers, 
It's like I'm walking but going nowhere. It wasn't a light that I used as a flashlight to shine on somebody else's sin. It wasn't a light that burned out. It wasn't a light that turned on when I plugged in something and flicked the switch. It wasn't a street light that came on when the sun went down. This light was born in Bethlehem, hidden in Egypt, raised in Nazareth, baptized in the Jordan, tempted in the wilderness. This light performed miracles on a rugged roadside, healed multitudes without medicine, charged nothing for his services. This light conquered everything and came up against him. This light didn't have to write his signature on the corner of a sunrise because he is the creator. He created the sun and it's rising. This light didn't have to write graffiti on the side of a mountain because he owns the mountain and its side. This light didn't have to put a brand new cattle on a thousand hills because he owns the cattle, the hills, the brand, and the ten thousands. This light didn't have to copyright the songs of the birds sings because he owns the birds and the songs they sing. This light is incomprehensible. It's inconceivable, irresistible, immense, indestructible, inescapable, impenetrable, and inconceivable. The heavens couldn't contain him. Earth couldn't comprehend him. Society can't understand him. Evangelicals can't speak on his behalf. You can't wash him off your hands. You can't outlive him. You can't live without him. And you can't get him out of your mind. He knows no limitations. Crosses every barrier. Transcends time and space. He mends broken hearts. Overcomes obstacles. He overtakes governments. He reverses the irreversible. Fixes the unfixable. Does the undoable. Existed before existence came into being. He didn't have to begin. He was always there. He didn't come from nowhere because there's nowhere for God to come from. He set stars in the space, lit a match and lit up the sky, cupped his hands and poured out the seas, dressed earth with Sunday's best, quenched the heat in a fiery furnace, calmed stormy seas. He defeats the undefeatable, saves the unsavable. What child is this? This is a man and this is God. He stands in the shoes of the accused, but he's got the attributes of the judge. He's 100% God, 100% man in a hypostatic union. He can make the stars stand up in the sky while he sleeps right up under them. He can sleep in the bottom of a boat and cause a storm on the outside of it. He can be sleeping and never get tired at the same time. He can die and live at the same time. For unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. And the government. 
shall be upon his shoulder and his name come on y'all his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty God ah, the everlasting father prince of peace yeah 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 he's master of the mighty captain of the conquerors head of the heroes leader of the legislators overseer of the overcomers governor of all governors he's prince of peace hark 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 the herald angels sing Jesus the light of the world glory to the newborn king Jesus the light of the world we'll walk in the light it's a beautiful light come where the dew drops of mercy shine bright shine all around us by day and by night Jesus 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 something about that name Jesus Jesus the light of the world yeah. what child is this it's Jesus Mary's little baby boy Jesus the seed of David the seed of Abraham Jesus takes away the sins of the world <sighs> walk in the light beautiful light come where the dew drop of mercy shine bright shine all around us by day and by night Jesus the light of the world come on y'all let's stand come where the dew drops of mercy come on. shine all Jesus Walk in the light Beautiful light Come where Of mercy Shine all around us By day Jesus, the light of the world. All right, y'all. All that is just to let you know that I get excited about Christmas. Not in the kind of excitement that you, you might expect. Because this Christ child has come. And if there was no birth, there would be no death. I thank God that he did not give up on us. Gave all of us another chance. And that's what's so significant about this moment right here. 
that after all that you've done, many times you run away from him. Many times you come into this church and leave without giving your life over to him. He gives you another chance. He doesn't give up on you. As the deacons walk up in these aisles, all they're asking is for you to come grab their hand and let God give you another chance. Let God give you another chance. Grab that hand. If you, if you don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, grab them. They will come up with you. Second thing is this. You might know the Lord, but you ain't been faithful to him or anybody else. Grab their hand. Come on up here. We will pray with you, pray for you. Third thing is this. You might have been a member of this church before, but you have not been here. Now you want to be here. Ah, we were so, so much want to have you here. The doors of the church open. Come on, come on. Come on. Just slide out into the aisles. Grab the deacon's hand. They'll come up with you. We will stand right here and pray with you. Whoa, whoa. Dust by day. Come on, y'all. Let's put your hands together. Who will come and be with this sister? The doors are open. Come where the mercy shine on all around us by day and by night. Jesus, the light of the world. Come on, the doors are open. Come where the dew drops of mercy shine bright, shine all around us by day and by night. Jesus, he's the light of the world. It's the light of the world. Jesus, the light of the world. Come on, y'all, put your hands together. God bless you. God bless you. We are so excited. We are so excited to have this sister come to us. Boy, I knew this was going to be a good day. I, I knew this was going to be a good day. I walked through those doors. I said, brother, this is going to be a good day. Uh, come on, Dickens, come on over here. Ministers, come over here so we can pray over this sister. She's already a Christian. She's coming on Christian experience. <laughs> come on, come on. Gather around. Yeah. Gather around. We're going to pray for this sister here. And for this brother. <laughs> Uh, won't y'all join me? So, Lord, we thank you for this sister who have come. Lord, we've been praying for her. You know that. Lord, we've seen her, Lord, and, Lord, we have been so wanting her to be a part of our fellowship. But, Lord, we preached about it last week. In the fullness, Lord, in the fullness of time, Lord, 
you made things happen. So Lord, we just thank you that on this day when we observe your child, Lord, we have one of the other children coming to us. Lord, we ask blessings over her. And Lord, I ask God that as her pastor, God, that you might give me the wisdom and understanding. Lord, give this church the love and the family atmosphere to Lord to be with her and to love her and to welcome her Lord and to celebrate what you're doing in the life of this church thank you Lord for her brother Max Lord we do thank you it's in Christ's name we pray amen amen come on y'all let's celebrate Thank you. 